You are now listening to the Foobies Podcast. And here are your hosts, Quentin Quo, Tim Dimmick, and Jackson Rubin. Mm. So I've always been meaning to ask you, Jackson. Yeah, what's up? What is it that you're eating in your profile picture? Oh, it is a um, it is a bratwurst mm. from the Memorial Union Terrace at the University of Wisconsin. The University of Wisconsin, Madison, La Crosse, Fond du Lac, <laughs> uh, Eclair. No, no, no. I'm just naming um, off universities. I think. Or cities that I think have University of Wisconsin don't affiliates. Don't believe Final Act has one. Uh, Baraboo, um, um, but Baraboo also. Well, so that's the thing. Well, Baraboo has a two-year school. Anyway, it's the University of Wisconsin Madison. Okay, thank Memorial you. Memorial Union Terrace. You know, there's got to be some Wisconsin listeners that are just shaking their hands. They're like, "There's other UWs, you know, you Madison elitist." I think. Um, I think the Memorial Union Terrace is uh, is exclusive to Madison, though. So, I think that is sort of implied. Gotcha. But you're uh, not eating a bratwurst right now, are you? I am not eating a bratwurst right now. I wish, man. That they um, they did open the Union to 25% capacity, uh, and you could stay there for an hour, and you had to make reservations. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did not get to go this this summer at all, which was a damn shame. But um, partially because of COVID and because I was not living anywhere near. But uh, you know, it's um, it's a it's sorely missed in the in the Madison area at the Memorial Union. Mm-hmm. But I think I think it's good that they did not open it. But are you drinking or eating anything right now? I am drinking something right now. I am drinking a Manhattan on the rocks. Um, I like Manhattans a lot. I like whiskey. Um, and vermouth, and together they're delicious. Um, so I'm drinking a vermouth or a, a Manhattan. What mm. are you drinking, Quinn? Uh, I got another uh, Cuba Libre Sans uh, Sans Lime. I just really got to get some. Lime. I think that's what re- this is missing. <laughs> they are it, lime really does make a difference. Yeah, and maybe I should next time get some uh, mint from my garden. That would be Ooh, that'd yes. be nice. Uh, what about you, Tim? You got anything on deck? I got a uh, ice cold beer from the Sweet Water Brewing Co. It's the extra extra pale ale 420. Yeah. Uh, I got it because it said 420 on it, and it's an ale. I've noticed there's a few beers out there that are like, this is like weed, man, and it totally works on me, and I'll buy them. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I would say I have not. I would be also guilty of uh, buying liquor just based on on the labels i know about you guys absolutely oh totally i think that's part of uh it's definitely like one of the reasons i will pick a pick a beer it's like well that's a style i like and it's a cool label yeah that or it's like oh that's a country i like yeah speaking of cool labels guys uh clara and i just got the snoop dogg wine the 19 crimes collab with snoop dogg Mm. hell yeah how is it What's your verdict? It's, it's, uh, it's Please good. only use uh, wine tasting terms, because that's all that I will understand. Oh, yes. It has a very doggy <laughs> dog musk. It ha- the flavors of the nose. The nose <laughs> is very good. It's sweet. A sweet nose. <laughs> is, is 19 Crimes... Uh, the is that the Australian wine that's like uh I believe that that, that is, yeah. The images oh, of of uh of that dude. Yeah, they have like on their different bottles they have like different old gangsters, I think. Oh, okay. Uh I didn't know they're Australian, that's cool. Well, I, I so I, I might be conflating it with there's an Australian wine that uses the image of um uh I believe it is a Brad Pitt movie. Where or maybe it's oh fuck no I'm fucking this up. There's a movie where uh, there's this infamous Australian outlaw who like went out guns a blazing wearing this iron suit 
Oh, um, that's cool. And uh, I thought that was him, but maybe I'm conflating a different, a different man. Well, speaking of crimes, I think oh, this shit. is a good segue. <laughs> what movie did we watch this time, Tim? We watched Holes, Yeet. starring Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. Monsieur LaBeouf. I say Le, I say LaBeouf, the, but the trailer, or sorry, not the trailer, but the poster. Yeah, wasn't that a character in True Grit or something? Yeah, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah, he bit off his tongue. Anyways, uh, yeah, Holes, uh, a movie about how awful the the you know juvenile um, you know correctional prison school the prison pipeline is you know yeah about how prisoners are used uh as slaves mm-hmm. to make money look for buried money for uh rich people <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty messed up it's kind of like uh, a lot of what's happening in real life and you know i don't mean to bring the pod down but you know we're, we're recording right on the the announcement that uh sadly ruth bader ginsburg passed away so i think a lot of us yeah. have a lot of things on our minds right now. Things we're worried about. R.I.P. R.B.G. Mm-hmm. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we yeah, can we hear can you, Jackson. Hear you, okay, cool. That yeah. was weird. Um, you want to kick us off with the plot, Jackson? Yeah, I think so. Um, by the way, abolish prisons. Um, yes, abolish prisons. And, official um, Fuvi stance. This uh, this movie makes a great 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 case for uh, for abolishing at the very least. Uh, youth correctional facilities if not correctional facilities in general um but anyway yeah uh, we need we need actual camps instead of like prisons or yeah because on actual lakes and not not dried up lakes yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and like a a camp like a summer camp not not concentration yes yes (laughs) two big distinctions yes (laughs) um anyway uh this is the story of the yelnats family um and Shia LaBeouf, who plays Stanley, Stanley Yelnats IV, um, who is walking home from school one day, uh, where he is uh, a pair of sneakers hits him in the head, uh, and some cops come and pick him up. It turns out they belong to baseball player Clyde Sweetfeet Livingston, played by NBA superstar Rick Fox. <laughs> Guys, um, uh, d- r- real quick, Rick Fox. Yes. He's so handsome. And he's second, ex- incredibly handsome. Yeah. Uh, but also, didn't he tweet the other day, like, my friend Kanye told me to tell you that he's been banned for 12 hours and he'll be back. Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Because he apparently a... Kanye violated the terms of service of Twitter by, like, tweeting out the cell phone number of, like, one of the executives at, like, Universal or something. Oh, yeah, he doxed one of his bosses. I don't know if this was a hacker, but also yesterday, I think 21 Savage, like, posted his phone number. No! And, oh, yeah, it had, like, already, like, when I saw it, like, five minutes in, it had, like, maybe, I don't know, like, 30,000 likes. <laughs> but, yeah. Good lord. <laughs> um, Rick Fox, I mean... Uh, good, good basketball playing career. Won, won a couple titles with the Lakers, but uh, kind of washed up at this point. Uh, dabbled a little bit in esports, which is very weird. Ooh, like e basket, like uh, what are they? What do they play? NBA? Two K? Yeah, uh, no, 2K. he he sponsored a team called Echo Fox for about five years. Oh, uh, you know, you mentioned this before we recorded, but I didn't put two and two together about Fox also being in the name. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So Echo Fox, which I, that's a team that I recognize the name of. Um, they, uh, they no longer exist, but he was the, he bankrolled them for a couple of years. Um, but anyway, so, uh, (laughs) sweet feet, Livingston's shoes get stolen. Um, and, uh, in instead of jail time, uh, Stanley gets sent to a correction camp, which is fucked up, um, called Camp Green Lake, uh, in which he has to dig a bunch of holes. And this is named by the Vikings because it's not actually green. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> that was that is a wow. That's a long walk. <laughs> 
I will say um, one thing I remember very vividly as a child in 2003. Um, I remember listening to commercials for this movie played on Radio Disney. And specifically the one soundbite they used in the commercial was uh, Shia LaBeouf saying, where's the lake? And then a bunch of guys laughing at him um, because there's no actual lake. It's just pure, no pure desert in just a Texas. Dried up lake in Texas. Um, but anyway, before before he gets in this, we do see that um, his family is kind of down on their luck. Um, his dad is played by uh, everyone's everyone's favorite um, nebishy. Uh, no, that's horrible. Um, I've heard great things that. about Henry Winkler. <laughs> yeah, Henry Winkler is one of the nicest men alive, um, and I I love him to death. He's very funny. Uh, but Henry Winkler plays Stanley Yelnats the third, um, and still Stanley Yelnats the fourth, or sorry, the second, is played by um, Nathan Davis, who I believe we also just saw in um, Dunstan Checks In last night. Oh wow, uh, Quentin. Um, he plays Victor Debrow in, in Dunstan Checks In. He played so Dunstan. <laughs> There was um, a few Dunstans. He was one of them. <laughs> uh, and uh, Siobhan Fallon Hogan, who I'm sure you'd recognize if you saw her, uh, plays his mom. Uh, yeah, his mom. What, what, what else is she in? She's in Forrest Gump and uh, Men in Black. Men in Black, yeah. Daddy Daycare. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is like ton of stuff. prime 90s and 2000s like cast, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. Um, like incredible cast though, like really, really great cast, as we as we will see later on. Mm-hmm. Um, so Shia, uh, his so his family is kind of down in their luck. They're they're kind of lower middle class. His dad's an inventor who's trying to find the uh, the the cure to stinky feet, um, and he's very unsuccessful. And they all blame it on this uh, on their on his great great grandfather uh, Elia Yel. Yelnats, who lived in Latvia and had a <laughs> had a curse put on him by Eartha Kitt, um, mm-hmm. Madame Zeroni. Mm-hmm. Eartha um, Kitt also in Ernest Scared Stupid that we reviewed. So that's check that right. Out. Uh, she plays a sort of witch in that movie as well. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, and and Isma in Emperor's New Groove, which another is kind of sort witch of witch. As well. <laughs> she in in the nineties and early two thousands, she was. Very good at playing uh, a sort of uh, traveling fortune teller slash witch, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she's very good at that. She she was incredible. I love her the kid, um, the original Catwoman. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, so he gets sent off to uh, Camp Green Lake. And he arrives and he realizes that it's not a lake and it ain't green and it's in the middle of the desert. And it's this old western town that's been turned into a juvenile detention camp um, that uh, a bunch of kids just sit in the desert and dig holes every day. Um, so he gets sent to Detent, uh, where he meets a whole cast of characters like X-Ray and Zigzag. Armpit. And Armpit and Barf. So, and uh, <laughs> yeah, Stanley is taking over for Barfbag who uh, uh, had a self-inflicted rattlesnake wound um, to get out of uh, digging. Um, and here we also meet uh, Magnet, who is... Uh, he, he, was a, he, he was a thief. And um, we also have Zero, of course. Everyone loves is, Zero, uh, right? Yeah, no, no one likes Zero. <laughs> He's presumably mute, uh, but Stanley gets to talk. But yeah, anyway, we um, also are introduced to, like, kind of... We think at first he's the warden, but he's not actually the warden. He's just kind of like a middle management. We have Mr. Sir, mm-hmm. played by John Voight. Um, Guys, I incredible. just watched Anaconda, starring John Voight. <laughs> Is his uh, accent better in Anaconda or Holes? I liked him a lot better. He was more believable in this one. I agree. Uh, also, that's a wig, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. That's his like a, look in this movie like is incredible. On his head, they they definitely could have gotten like Michael Madsen or something. Oh, oh that Madsen would have been so much better. Oh, wow, 
um, like a younger, more hard actor, and they got John Voight, who is like, or they could even gotten like Christopher Walken. Yeah, Christopher Walken oh would have been better, honestly. <laughs> he um, pull out his gun and be like, "Yeah, this is my gun, but I'm not going to use or, it on you. I'm only going to use honestly, it on the lizards." Okay. Even Tim Blake Nelson, who is also in this movie, um, Tim Blake Tim Blake Nelson uh, plays Doctor Pendansky, um, who the kids call Mom because he's their counselor, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I actually like Tim Blake Nelson a lot. In this oh movie, yeah, and in general, he's fantastic. Seems like a racist in this one. Uh, definitely, definitely. yeah. Uh, most of the, I would say most of the white people or most of the white adults in this movie are. A racist. Oh yeah! At one point, he tells um, Magnet, who is uh, Latino, like he's saying, like, "Oh, I want rice," but he says, "Like, yo quiero arroz," and he's like, "Yeah, this is America. We all speak English here." And yes, I wrote that down as like one of the weird fucked up things that happens in this movie. I mean, yeah, this um, movie it it does not shy away from uh, racism, which we will get into later. Yes, um, which like, and it's like definitely not pro-racism no is... but i i really applaud uh yeah, disney it's for its, it's, its like... time of uh its kind of frank uh depiction of how yeah. you know race relations were back then and how uh, effed up the justice system was you know definitely like yeah and yeah the stuff in the past like for yeah for a kids movie from 2003 it's actually pretty pretty good yeah about that um but anyway uh he meets his whole cast of characters um and he doesn't get, uh, he, he's sort of ostracized in the beginning, but they, they warm up to him at first, um, and they're just kind of digging for a bit, and they're not finding anything. Stanley's kind of kind of trying to get his work done, and he's, he's struggling, um, but as they, as they know, the, the first hole's the hardest. Um, but after, like, pretty soon, um, Caveman, as Stanley begins to become to be called, uh, finds a some sort of golden bullet or something in the ground labeled KB. Um, For Kate Blanchett. Ex- Kobe Bryant. <laughs> or Kobe Bryant. Um, Could be Kobe. R.I.P. Uh, and uh, X-Ray, the, the mean bully that he is, uh, gets Stanley to give it up and uh, hand it over. Um, so he can get uh, he can have the day off uh, the following day and um, uh, because he's been there for much longer than Cave Man has. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, this is uh, after it's if it's, it's announced uh, that he finds something interesting we're introduced to the Warden, correct? Yes. Um, the Warden is not Mr. Sir. It is indeed uh, Sigourney Weaver, a.k.a. Louise Walker, the warden of Camp Green Lake. Yes, um, the titular alien the... from the movie Alien. <laughs> and she is uh, she's this sort of mysterious figure that only shows up when they find something cool. Um, and she's the reason they're doing this whole thing. Um, and, uh, yeah. Should we talk about um, a little bit about the B-plot in this movie? Yes, we should. We absolutely should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tim, so, you want to uh, mention anything about the B-plot real quick? There's like two B plots. There's a B and a C plot, sort of. Okay. Yeah, this this movie does a good job of bouncing around timelines a little bit. Uh, so, like, we go back in time to the time of Elias Yelnats. What's his name, right? Elia. 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 And uh, he's like best friends with the old old woman, uh, Madame Zeroni, and he wants to woo this real. Uh, bucket head of a woman um just like who's who's like pretty but uh madame zeroni says she doesn't have any crayons in her art box or something <laughs> and uh so she says uh well if you want to get this woman you have to uh take this pig and fatten him up because uh that's the dowry that this other gross guy is uh offering up so he takes a piglet up the up the hill every day and uh, lets him drink on the water and then sings him a song about if only, if only the woodpecker pecked a pack of pickled peppers, if only. Um, <laughs> and then she says, uh, this will get your pig nice and fat and the girl will want it. 
<laughs> get your hog, your fat hog. Um, and uh, but if you don't carry me up after you get your woman, then you are cursed for all time, and so mm-hmm. is your family. Um, and of course, Elia, uh, Elia. Um, well, he kind of discovered because because the woman can't pick between him and like the gross guy who's like the friend of her father, and she's like, well, I don't know, I'll like. Think of a number, and then he's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, forget you." And then he's like, "You keep the pig." And then, so the real winner was like the father of the daughter, and uh, and yeah, so he goes off to America. But oops, he forgets to walk Madame Zeroni up the mountain so that she can drink from the well and get strong and sing her the song. Uh, and that's why they're all cursed. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, and. Uh, Jackson, you meant okay. So let's call. There's a C. Yeah, go, let's go into C the C plot, plot then. <laughs> the C plot is uh, is about the fate of Green Lake, um, and sort of the the treasure that that the warden is actually looking for. Um, but essentially, the uh, oh gosh, no. So let's see. Um, Green Lake was this sort of prosperous frontier town. Uh, this old west town, um, and it was really cute and nice. Um, and you had Catherine Barlow, uh, who's this nice uh, school teacher, and her uh, and her sort of crush, her beau, uh, Dulé Hill, from from Psych. Um, Sam the Onion Man, um, and they they have this sort of on and off like on again off again like will they won't they won't they kind of thing i would describe their relationship kind of like um princess buttercup and um you know the dread i'm forgetting his actual name oh wesley uh from princess diaries because yes their kind of romance begins with uh him just saying like i I can fix that your leaky roof i can fix that for you yeah and slowly slowly it's like i can fix your broken heart and Mm -hmm. they begin a, a relationship yeah, uh, all the while while he's growing onions and giving them to her. <laughs> um, so this is happening, uh, but remember, it's the late 18th century in, uh, or late 19th century in Texas. So it's super racist. Um, and the, the head of the town um, is this entitled shitty white dude who uh, wants to take um, Kate Barlow on a, um, on a date. But he's a real asshole. He wants to um, motorboat her. Yeah. And <laughs> he, he's like, hey, I'll take you out of my new motorboat. You don't even have to row. Um, and he gets he gets all pissed off because she won't go with him. Um, and then uh, Kate kisses uh, Sam. And the white people all get mad and start burning down the schoolhouse. And the sheriff hangs uh, Sam. Mm, well um, he says he's gonna hang well here's, here's yes. the thing he, the sheriff says like i'm gonna get real drunk before i do this hanging and pretty much tells her like hey it ain't against the law uh for you a white woman to kiss him but it is illegal for yeah. him to kiss you so i'm gonna enact justice and she says like well you gotta have to kill me too because i kissed him back and yeah. he gets drunk and tries to force himself on her and says why don't you kiss me and she runs away, but uh, the son of the mayor, the kind of entitled guy that Kate turns down, um, goes off in his motorboat and uh, intercepts Sam and shoots him. That's right. Uh, out on the lake, which is pretty—it's like a, like a pretty horrifying le- set of events. You see, like all these guys burning down the the, yeah. the school. You see his donkey like dead for a second, which no! is pretty horrifying. Oh my there god! There is some like intense imagery in this movie for a PG film based on a book. Yeah, and his donkey was so nice because that was like his friend, and he named his boat after her. Yeah, Mary and, Lou. And he said she was a uh, hundred years old because she ate all the onions. And uh, yeah. Sam's <laughs> special onions are very important to the plot because they keep away these uh, yellow spotted lizards that uh, are very deadly, super, super yeah. poisonous. He's, he he also venomous. sells a, a tincture of lizard juice yeah. that will uh, ward off ward off the lizards mm-hmm. yeah but yeah um, that that scene of him getting shot is like is about as emotional as the scene in the godfather part two when <laughs> he has to shoot fredo no. <laughs> out on the lake but it, it's pretty much the also, same scene <laughs> my my neighbor is this nice elderly woman named mary lou who works out 
the famous New Orleans po' boy shop, Dom Alisi's. Ooh. Yeah, she's really nice. Mary Lou. Mary, shout out to all the Mary Lou's out there. Um, so, yes. Uh, in response to Sam being killed, um, Kate kills the sheriff. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, and becomes, becomes an outlaw. Yeah, she becomes the um, infamous kissing Kate Barlow, who kisses Kate. all of the corpses. Yes. After she kills him. KKB. Um, and this is where they, the A and B plot, or the B and C plots come together because uh, Kate Barlow steals uh, Stanley Yelnats I's, Elia's son. Um, she, she steals Stanley Yelnats's chest of gold. <laughs> um, and so uh, this is where we end up kind of and and then that's how the, all the stories kind of come together. And and also um, his stock options were were there with his gold. Yes, his 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 bonds and his stock options. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, back to present day. Um. Oh, I wanted to ask you guys, what would your uh, what would your Camp Green Lake nicknames be? This is not oh. a spot question, but um. Um, I feel like mine would probably be like Chino or like Chino Latino, something like that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I think they would call me Skeleton because I'm skinny. <laughs> Maybe Esquelito. That'd be pretty Esquelito. good. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, from uh, Nacho Libre. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a movie um, we have to talk about soon. Yes, we do. I mean, his name's Nacho. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, he like snorts uh, out the beans out of his nose. It's it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Stretchy pants, he's for fun. Um. Anyway, uh, I have no idea what mine would be. I'm very bad at coming up. I, you're not supposed to come up with nicknames for yourself, which is mm-hmm. <laughs> good for me because I'm bad at it. I I would say maybe uh, you'd be like Snowball or something like that, or the Ice Snowball. Man, <laughs> because Ice they'd be like, "Where are you from?" You'd be like, "From Wisconsin." I hear it's real cold up there. All right, oh uh, yeah, you're Snowball or something like that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the, yeah, they don't really the the whole caveman thing is basically like he didn't respond once when they talked to him. They're like, "Oh, you must be a caveman." Or he's, no, they call him a Neanderthal at the beginning, which is like okay, um, and then they just start calling him caveman. Anyway, um, so uh, X-Ray takes the credit for the lipstick, uh, but it's in his hole the next day. Um, so as an archaeologist, I'm all pissed off because they ruined the fucking provenience. And then they started digging uh, to find other shit all around where, uh, where the, the lipstick tube is supposed to be. It actually wasn't ever found there. Yeah, you tell them. Um, <laughs> so uh, they ruined the context of the of the lipstick, and so they got they went on a wild goose chase. But anyway, they um they all get they they kind of dig these like huge trenches down, um and and don't find anything because it's nowhere near where they're supposed to be. And I think this um, is a good opportunity for us to now talk about uh, Mr. Sir's choice of vice, which is uh, yes. sunflower seeds, because he gave up yes. uh, smoking. Um, Quit smoking, so he chews. Mm-hmm. He, he eats sunflower seeds. Um, I'm curious how you guys feel about sunflower seeds because before this summer, I was not a fan, um, and I didn't really enjoy them at all. Um, but what do you guys think about them? I think they're a little too finicky, like they're too small. Yeah. Uh, for me, I have a love-hate relationship in the sense that, like, I love them. But then I eat way too many of them, and then I look at the pile of sunflower seeds that I've like left behind, and then I feel this immense shame. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's sort of how I feel, and especially after the summer, it was. Um, so I I feel the same way as Tim. They're just kind of finicky and hard to eat. But uh, I went on a five day uh, backpacking canoe trip to the Boundary Waters in Minnesota. Um, and I, uh, you have to pack in everything that you're bringing in, and there's nothing like you. It's like the wilderness. There's no, there's no phone signal or anything. So we're just like hanging out, playing cards, and uh, doing things that may or may not be legal. Um, and uh, one of the things that we ate a lot of were sunflower seeds because they take a lot of work. So you're doing something, which is you get bored out there. Um, 
and uh, and they're dry food, and you don't have to do anything with them. But the problem is that like there's nine guys and a bunch of bags of sunflower seeds, and you're just spitting them all over the place on these islands in the middle of the lake. Uh, and when you leave, there's just like piles and piles of sunflower <laughs> seeds in this pristine wilderness. Um, and it's like they're biodegradable, but uh, we kind of felt like assholes. That's okay. Um, You'll make the squirrels happy. Exactly. Yeah, there was a shit ton of chipmunks who I'm sure were very pleased. <laughs> um, but that that is the that is a time when I think sunflower seeds are very acceptable, and it's when you can't think for backpacking as well. So yeah, uh, Tim, do you want to describe this uh, the heist of sunflower seeds that happens? <laughs> yeah. So so magnet has magnet hands, and he just can't help like things just like stick to his hands. So when Mr. Sir is giving people water, he goes in and steals his his sunflower seeds. And then they're like all joking, like, ha, ha, ha. And Mr. Sir drives away. And then he does like a, a, like a skirt and he like drives back. And they're like, oh, shit, hide the, hide the seeds. And they're like doing hot potato with it. And then Stanley drops them and then tries to like half-ass bury them. And Mr. Sir comes back and is like, well, well, well. We're going to go to the warden to see what you found in your hole, caveman. And then so he uh, takes him to the warden to report that Stanley stole his seeds. Yeah, and I think in this scene we're, we're introduced to that. Oh, uh, the, oh the warden yeah, is also Stanley covers for Magnet. Mm -hmm. Like he's like, oh, sorry, I stole him. Yeah. Yeah, so he, so get, a, he gets a, a rep of uh, not being a snitch, which is good. It's always a plus. Mm -hmm. Um, but we find out the warden is obsessed with uh, kissing Kate Barlow. She's got a bunch of paraphernalia all over her house. Um, she gets really annoyed with Mr. Sir for kind of just wasting her time with just mm -hmm. pettiness. And so uh, she shows off like this uh, nail polish that she has that's made with rattlesnake venom and uh, slaps and also scratches uh, Mr. Sir across the face with it, uh, to which I think we get the hammiest performance from... Uh, John Voight in the movie, where he's just yes. like writhing in pain, like clicking his feet on the <laughs> on the ground, uh, stinging from the that rattlesnake venom. Very good. So yeah, so now Mr. Sir really hates him. When I was a kid, yeah, I, I, I like, a lot uh, of this movie is like very memorable for me. Yeah, I, I have a lot of nostalgia for this movie. Uh, real quick, did we even mention like the peaches that uh, Kate would make in trade for Sam's services? No. That's right. That's very no, important. No, 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 we got to no. talk about the food, guys. Yeah. yeah so that's yeah, the podcast. Um, <laughs> Kate, Kate would trade her uh, peaches for Sam's onions, mm -hmm. um, and they're canned peaches, which are just the. I I love canned peaches. I talked about that on our ketchup episode. Um, they are delicious. Canned peaches are wonderful, um, but apparently, Kate's were also wonderful, um, and. Uh, Sam had a load of them in his boat when he went down. Mm. This will back. be important to remember. Yes. Um, so, uh, Stanley um, sticks... Yeah, so the next day, after the, after the sunflower incident, um, Stanley gets sort of picked out by, by Mr. Sir. And... Um, and gets refuses to give him any water, um, and Hector's like, "Hey, here's some water," and he starts. Uh, and in gratitude, um, Stanley teaches. Uh, sorry, uh, Zero. Yeah, I was gonna say Hector. It hasn't been revealed what his real name is. Yes, yet. Hector is Zero. Yeah. Um, and uh, in 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 gratitude for um, for Zero helping him out, Stanley Stanley decides to teach him how to read read. Um, his last name is Zeroni, which I put together. Oh, his name is Zero. That's Zeroni. Oh, yep. I didn't even put that together. I just, thank you. <laughs> I just got that as well. <laughs> okay, I wasn't the only one. It only took me like 10 years. <laughs> or like however. <laughs> 17 years. Yeah, 17 years. Yeah. Almost 20 years. Yeesh. Okay. Um, so the, uh, yeah, um, Stanley is teaching Zero how to read. Um, and it's going pretty well. 
This is where Zero reveals that his real name is Hector and that his name isn't actually Zero. Uh, <laughs> and Stanley's like, what? It's not actually Zero? I think he would have been more surprised that his last name was Zeroni because I feel like the family history yeah. he's talked about so much. That... He knows the story. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, anyway. Zero gets into a fight with uh, Tim Blake Nelson, is it? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Because he's uh, always belitt- belittling him about his intellect. Um, yes. And is just saying, like, what does C-A-T spell? It's like, right, you can't even, like, spell it. And Caveman's sticking up for him, saying, like, no, like, don't listen to him. He's uh, he's a genius. He's really smart. He's learning really fast. And he's like, do you know what D-I-G uh, spells? And Zero looks at him, hits him with the shovel, and says, dig! Oh, my God. And runs off. Um, and Mr. Sir has mentioned in the beginning of the movie, like, have you noticed there's no guardrails or anything to keep you guys in? And that's because there's no water for over a hundred miles. So it doesn't make sense to put up any fencing or anything. So they just kind of let him go because a, they don't want an investigation. B, he was a warden of the state and doesn't really have a a record. And uh, C, he'll probably just die out in the middle of nowhere. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, they plan on destroying his file. Mm. So it's like there's no record of him at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yep, he's out there in the, in the desert, and they replace him with, uh, they, they, I guess, replace. But um, the kid that, that takes his place in detent is a kid they call Twitch, who is a, who's a car booster. And a streamer on the platform Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, his first day out, um, Stanley gets some help from Twitch and, uh, and boosts Mr. Sir's truck after they're, uh, while they're getting some, uh, some water. Mm -hmm. Um, and he drives it around, he plans to go and get Zero, but he crashes it directly into a hole and, uh, and runs away. Um... And while he's running away, Stanley sees uh, a boat in the middle of the old dried-up lake, and he finds Zero underneath it, taking shelter from the hot, hot sun. Um, and in that boat, we, we have a stunning revelation. It's not really a revelation at all. Um, but uh, that boat is the Mary Lou. It is Sam's boat that capsized after he, pa- after he died, after he was killed. Um, and in there is a bunch of old hundred-year-old peaches. Yeah, if you said he passed away, I was going to say, like, uh, I yeah. feel like the sheriff would have written, Extremely like, passed, passed away of natural causes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he was He was killed by, by, uh, by a horrible white man. Um, but Zero's been in there uh, surviving off these peaches, which he calls sploosh. I gotta say, they look gross. I don't know about you guys, but I would not eat the sploosh. Yeah. <laughs> they, I think it's um, just, like, black peaches. It's, like... Not good. Like it's yeah. not even food anymore. Do you guys know about a couple times in this movie they just sort of eat eat food with dirt on it, <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? I'm good. That's fine. If they had like cleaned off the glass a little bit, maybe. Yeah, I was but... really worried when he like cracked open the thing, and you just hear like the breaking of glass. I was like, uh, there's yeah. there's got to be some glass shards on there. Hmm. But have you guys seen that video of that like barbecued uh like mel? Uh, it's like a watermelon, but it looks like a ham. Yes, sir. Yes. That's what I imagine, I like, the it. sploosh must taste like. <laughs> that barbecue, like, faux ham. Just, just no. smoky. <laughs> no. Fruit. I disagree. I think that I think that fermented fruits can be delicious. Um, but also, like, yeah, I don't know. If, if properly stored, they can last forever. However, uh, this is in the middle of a desert. Uh, and they're not like in a refrigerator or anything they're in a fucking like <laughs> they're in a boat um so i don't think they've been mm-hmm. properly properly restored honestly so jackson if you're like on an archaeology dig and you found like some ancient preserves it's like your first sense saying like i gotta try these <laughs> absolutely not absolutely not i gotta that taste is these. <laughs> almost entirely if, if, depending on what it was it would also be against the law <laughs> so i don't yeah Definitely not. What it are, are you allowed to eat mummies like uh, those <laughs> Victorian people used to do? Uh, mummy paper, yeah. I don't. 
I don't think so. You eat I'm, like I'm King, Tut, sure that's also King Tut's hand or something <laughs> against the law. Yeah, like gives you good luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the uh, the other thing is that like deserts are basically the only place where you would find perfectly preserved food. Um, any other kind of environment, maybe maybe the tundra where it where it's mostly frozen is where you could find food but organic matter does not stick around for very long in in climates that are any any sort of wet or um or uh hot so so myth busted checkmate busted. checkmate sploosh. holes sploosh not not real <laughs> um <laughs> But so they're uh, they're out in the desert and they they see what uh, what looks like a thumb out in the horizon and there's this there's this big ass kind of uh, there's this mountain out out in the distance that looks like a thumb and it must be God's thumb mm-hmm. which Stanley Yelnats the first walked up and survived on when he was abandoned in the desert by kissing Kate Barlow. Um, I might have been on my yes. phone at this point, so thank you for clarifying this. <laughs> yes, yeah. So they that is that's the connection there. Um, and so while they're walking up this this treacherous mountain, um, Hector gets uh, zero, is like super dehydrated and uh, gets kind of hurt. He, he cuts his hand um, and is really struggling. Um, but they make their way up and find this little oasis. Yeah, Stanley has to carry him. Yeah, uh, has to carry him. Which, ooh, that's part of the that's part of the prophecy or whatever. That's part of the curse thing that Madame Zeroni put on his family, and he carried a Zeroni up a hill. Um, and so, presumably, the curse is lifted because they find an oasis full of wild onions. It's Sam's onion patch. Yeah, but these aren't <laughs> any secret onions. Yeah, they're they're Sam's special blend, so That's they're right. sweet. Uh, they're not actually like I don't know about you guys, but I've never eaten like taken a bite out of a raw onion. Um, no, I I have, but I've never taken a bite of a, any any onion that's ever been sweet. I I, I think I would put yeah. onion in the same category as like white raw onion. I will say, not a fan entirely of. Ooh. That's put it put it in the category of white foods that I I don't love. No, it has to be cooked. <laughs> I dare you. It has to be cooked. Uh, I mean, love or raw. Onion. You sprinkle a little bit in like I don't know, like some ceviche or like um I don't know. On your taco. On a taco is fine. Add- on a taco is fine. But if if I see like a just a hunk of like white onion in like a salad or something like that, I'm like, no. Nah, I mean, well, that's insane. Like, yeah, that's, that's a little. That's you put red onion in the salad. Even then, I'm a little but, like, um, it's got to be like uh, very small. <laughs> but uh, like a. So uh, one of my favorite things, double uh, in and out, double double animal style with add raw onion. Oh, you monster! Ooh. You yeah, monster! Both, both kinds of onions. no, they got to be grilled. Ooh. They got to be grilled, man. Ooh, it's what? so good. They do both onions. What? No, yeah. you can't see really? because we have all of our videos on. But I'm like pointing at you violently, man. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Yeah, you can get you can get raw and grilled at the same time. That is a game changer. It's delicious. It's so good. It's like yes. two different flavors. Awesome. Yes. Anyway, um, add some hot peppers on that. Telling Californians how to eat. In <laughs> um, Honestly, if somebody offered me some sploosh and uh, raw sweet Sam onions right now, I'd eat both. That sounds actually, honestly, like peach preserves and onions sounds pretty good. Is that all that oh, you're yeah, putting I on had, your charcuterie um, board? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, uh, I, I had... Um, one of my neighbors made an onion jam, which was really good. Ooh, yeah. Just put that on anything. I'd try that. But I'm talking about like the 100-year-old sploosh, like the brown sploosh. Maybe a few shards like, of glass too, Tim. Yeah. like <laughs> yeah. Delicious. It's, it's, it's <laughs> but yeah, and then um, as he's like kind of passing out from the heat and it's uh, night is kind of setting in, he begins singing while he falls asleep uh, the song that his family sings that I don't remember the lyrics. Tim did the did it better if only if only the woodpecker pecked the something something yada 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 but he sings the song and back home back in back in texas henry winkler um presents one more shoe to his wife 
and says, Honey, I know you smell as I've asked you to smell the shoe a hundred times, but I'm asking you, can you smell one more time? And she says, I don't smell anything. And he's like, What did you say? I don't smell anything. So Henry Winkler yeah, yeah, yeah. has figured out the cure to all foot odor, which is onions and peaches. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. So fantastic. all of a sudden the luck um, of the Yelnats is startling, uh, starting to turn. Um, we should also mention that uh, while they're running away, while they're away from camp, um, Stanley has been proven innocent um, and his lawyer comes and the camp is now in some pretty big trouble because he's not there. Um, so they make their way back to camp and uh, and they're kind of sneaking around, trying not to get caught for some reason. I forget why. Probably just to not get to evade the police. That's why. Um, or something. I don't know. Yeah, the camp uh, is run by um, a former con con man, right? Yes. Who has a warrant, uh, Mr. Sir. Oh, Mr. Sir. Yeah. 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 So they're trying to keep it on the. We DL. should also mention that um, we have not mentioned that the the shoes that Stanley got framed with came from zero mm-hmm. uh which we have not mentioned yet so that's they're, they're sort of connected in many ways i know like uh, it seems like way too convenient like the, all this happens but i feel like this plot like is pretty like pretty airtight you know <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's like a magic thing so yeah yeah it's magical realism it it, it works um, for me it works for me no it's it's a very good kids movie it's like it's very very good I very much enjoyed it, but um, so anyway, they're uh, they realize that like, oh shit, um, we we can find that like our maybe Malek is changing. Um, they decide to head back to camp and get some shovels because they're gonna go dig where the uh, where the original artifact was found and try to see if they can find uh, Kate um, kissing Kate's treasure. Um, and so they're digging, they're digging up, and they eventually see that uh, the, the the warden and Mister Sir find them out in the field uh, where they're digging their hole. Right after they find the chest that Kissing Kate Barlow uh, stole from Stanley's uh, great grandfather, um, and uh, while they're pulling it out. A bunch of fucking uh, yellow spotted lizards come up, and they're getting like guns pointed at them. Really bad CGI lizards. Yes, they're quite horrible. Um, And then when they are when they are like the practical lizards, they are just bearded dragons with with yellow spots painted on them. Yeah, it's pretty. And they're very yeah, they're very cute when they're just regular lizards. (laughs) And then they become like demon CGI lizards. (laughs) Yeah, they they become like really bad. Like, worse than Jurassic Park, uh, which came out ten years earlier. Um, the uh, So, yeah, they're, they're found out by the warden and Mr. Sir and, and Dr. Pendansky. And they're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. But, just in time, Stanley's lawyer comes and saves the day and is like, hey, what the fuck's going on here? Um, and so, they pull out the chest. And they're like, oh shit, it has Stanley's name on it. So it isn't even yours to begin with, uh, Miss Miss War- Warden. Um, it belongs to. Uh, it belongs to Stanley. Yeah, and I think this is where we get like that kind of infamous like meme from this movie, where uh, she talks about like how her her grandfather made her dig every day in mm-hmm. these holes because back then, uh, kissing Kate Barlow, she's out in the middle of the desert, she's dying by the side of the boat. Um, and she says, and then a gun is drawn on her, and it's that old uh, son of the mayor asking, like, where, where's the chest? Where'd you hide the loot? And kissing Kate Barlow is like, there ain't no loot, and pulls a gun on him. But she's like, nah, I'm just going to die out here, and tosses the gun, to which his new uh, wife of uh, the jerk guy was one of her former yeah was one of her former students which i didn't even realize until like yeah, i watched this weird. and i was like oh yeah uh child bride like tim said and uh 
she dies with the secret going on. But again, back to the meme about this movie where um, she mentions about how her dad, her grandfather would make her dig even on Christmas. And as a little child, she her saying like, oh, grandpa, I'm tired. I want to do this anymore. And then him yelling, well, that's too damn bad. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've seen on Twitter a few uh, times. <laughs> and that's, um, that's where she got in her head that she wanted to have, uh, Poor children be slaves for her. Yeah. In the middle of the desert. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, they get back to the camp. Um, the kids find out that their friends are back. Uh, they all come up behind them. The police are there. Uh, they find out that Mr. Sir has a gun on him. He's violating his parole. Uh, they arrest the warden and, and uh, Mr. Sir for what they're doing. Um, and... Uh, Stanley is like, hey, Sierra has no place to go. Let's get him the fuck out of here. Um, and all the kids get uh, get sent to actual counselors where, they're, where they can actually get helped. Um, and once they're home, they open up the chest and they find that it has some cartoon gold and silver in it. <laughs> uh, like some silver cups with jewels on them and shit. <laughs> jewels. Um, it's like a uh, high school a- um, like theater production. Like jewelry, yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah, um, and, uh, and but also stocks, a bunch of bank, yeah, a bunch of bank, yeah, AT and T stock, and an AT and T stock, AT and T. Well, they're they're like AT and T bonds, mm-hmm. yeah. so sort of stock, sort of not, but they were worth twenty five thousand dollars back then, and so they're worth a lot more now, um, is what they say. Even though that's not really how legal tender works, legal tender keeps its value. Even if it is old, yeah. But they say they're going to yeah. split it down the line with uh, his best yeah. friend uh, Hector Zeroni. Yeah, yeah, Zero. Um, and so Zero is reunited with his mom. He hires um, private investigators, which is very sweet. Um, and they both they buy houses next to each other, um, some really shitty kind of McMansions um, out mm-hmm. in the suburbs. Yeah, wasn't that the and, dream um, of like every kid in like the two thousands? Oh, to have like a blank check it, or a smart house or other yeah, Disney yeah. property, and, and 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 a butler and like a soda yeah. fountain that like has like uh, orange soda or a machine. It has Pepsi and Coke or a machine that gives you Skittles like in your car, like in Inspector Gadget. Yeah, <laughs> um, but the house did actually look like the Even Stevens house. Um, now that I think about it, but um, this, this is a prequel to Even Stevens. <laughs> The, uh, Shia is also in. So oh, they, Jesus. they get to um, it's they're they're in their house. They're having a pool party, um, and they're like they're they haven't they're grilling out everything, um, and all these kids are jumping in the pool and having fun. And, the, and then Stanley uh, Stanley the third um, Henry Winkler is like everybody come on it's starting, um, and they go inside and they watch the commercial for their new product product with um fucking uh Clyde Sweet Feet Livingston um famous baseball player where he's advertising uh something he's like hey uh I used to have the smelliest feet and then his wife's like yeah we used to call them stinky feet not sweet feet um and then it's a sort of Cialis commercial where they get all they get all sweet on each other and they're like sploosh um, it's good for your feet. Um, so now they're, they're advertising, uh, they have a, they have a product that they're advertising. And he says, and I like the tingle too. <laughs> yeah, and I like the tingle too. I gotta say, the uh, logo so kind of looks like the Nickelodeon, uh, Dan Schneider. Absolutely. Or, is it, uh, is it Dan Schneider, is that the guy's name? Yeah. D- yeah, from, like, early Yeah, day. where it's, like, a foot, and it's, like, orange. Oh, God, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not- like, notorious um, foot fetishist and child, like, predator. <laughs> Dan Schneider. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so yeah, Rick Fox and his and his wife are there at the party as well, watching the commercial. Um, <laughs> They're best and, friends uh, now. Yeah, I, I did. I did write in my notes like, why does this commercial look like Cialis ad? Because um, they do like they're like in the background like kissing each other did you guys <laughs> very realize weird. that uh, Patricia Arquette is kissing Kate Barlow yeah that was wild no I'm uh, looking it yeah. up right now but it's it's blowing my yeah, mind was... learning that what, what else is she in uh, uh, Lost Highway I know she's fa- I know but... she's famous yeah 
Um, yeah, she was amazing. No, she's yeah, got a great career. Um, yeah, and I guess she was only she was only thirty six. Boyhood, so. she played the mom in Boyhood. Didn't she win an Oscar yeah, for that? Uh-huh. Might have. Yes. Yeah, but anyways, great great actress. Also in a movie we haven't reviewed yet, but we did review the sequel to it, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Three: Dream Warriors. Oh yeah. So. Uh wait. Yes, she did. She won uh, for twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Patricia Arquette plays Jessica Parlow. But yeah, they're um. They're, everything's everything's great. And um. And uh, curses lifted. And um. The Yelnats family is is back to where they once were. Mm-hmm. Millions of dollars <laughs> of <Yeah. laughs> pirate gold. They're the rich. Holy Grail. That wealth will never go away. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, did we uh, miss anything, guys? I don't think so. I, I mean, I think that's the major thing. You know, yell Nats is Stanley spelled backwards. Yep. Uh, I did want to talk about how fucked up the prison system is and how bad some of these people that run these things are. Like, And they really do. Like, Pendanski is literally encouraging children to fight mm-hmm. um, at some point, which is really fucked up. Like, the man is supposed to be, quote-unquote, a counselor. Um and then we find out we do find out later that he is not a doctor, um, and then he's completely full of shit. Um, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I. I so there's this like viral image that's going around Twitter right now, of this cop who's like dressed in all this SWAT gear with like a blue, a thin blue line flag, and it says like. Uh, oh, mental health officer. Yeah, mental health officer. Some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Mental health professional. Oh my god. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's so fucked up. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Very similar feeling. Um, and in this climate, um, I think uh, we can all agree that uh, ACAB, fuck the police. Fuck the police. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Also, Defund. like, uh, Quentin and I come from California, and uh, all these, like, emergency uh, firemen and, like, like, fire safety workers are in prison. They're prisoners uh that california uses for slave labor and they're all getting sick so they can't fight the fires because they have covid19 um so thank you california yeah for uh slave labor it's it's imagine imagine that biting you in the butt because all your slaves are sick. i gotta commend you guys for wanting to pick this movie because it feels very topical even though it was made 17 years ago and yeah, yeah i <laughs> i think i'm already getting into my rant about like ending plugs or i mean like just final final verdicts on it but i think this movie is pretty yeah. darn good for what it yeah, was uh, for a disney movie uh yeah i gotta say I, I feel like they don't make movies like these anymore i feel old saying that but mm-hmm. it feels pretty good yeah like it, it i i like when i was a kid i really liked this book i really liked this movie and it feels like they're not trying to sugarcoat anything even though it's like a, a happy ending and everything like it, it gets pretty, you know, messed up. It's a messed up, like child prison. That's that's yeah. pretty messed up. Is like the image of the book cover, like burned into your guys' brains as well. Yeah, I, um, it's like a very like flat kind of almost like cubism, uh, cubism kind of like picture of a guy's face with like an orange cap. Yes, like his hundred percent. Yep, I, I, his eye looking backwards. Yeah, I think about that. Like, <laughs> I think about that book cover sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, my mom taught. My mom was a, a teacher who specialized in reading um, when I was growing up, and she like Holes was a book that we had all the time in our house, and it was like one of the ones that my brother's favorite was one of my favorites. I kind of want to read it now. Mm-hmm. I feel like it'd take me a day, maybe two. <laughs> I I read a, a sequel to it uh, called Small, or it was like a spinoff by Louis Sakar. It was about uh, armpit. Mm. It's called like small steps. Oh. I think there's like what yeah, what happens it, after he gets out. I think there's a lot of story it's, there. Um, yeah. The uh, yeah, because they they do kind of tease that at the end of it too. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, tell tell my mom that I'm sorry, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, but this this book won the National Book Award for Young People's Literature and the New Mary Medal, which are like the two biggest book awards for kids. Um, and a kid's so. teen choice award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But anyways, uh, should we get into our ratings? Um, Tim, do you want to explain our ratings? Yeah, our our rating system uh, is, I'd like to speak to the chef. And that's our God tier rating. If you only ever give it to one movie, and what is that movie, Quentin? That movie is Chef. That's right. Next up is I'll Have What She's Having. That's a great movie that you uh, would like to recommend. Below that is three Yelp stars. Uh, good, not great. Below that is I'll take it to go. You know, like maybe rent it, maybe pirate it. Um, and then below that is on three. One, two, three. Uh, uh, three. Check, check please. please. That's right. Um, that is a bad movie. Uh, and even below that, a shit movie. It's Dine and Dash. And we've given that to one movie. And you can say what that movie is if you want to, Jackson, but you don't have to. <laughs> that movie is Waiting, starring Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, made, uh, uh, actor of our generation. <laughs> free guy. <laughs> the free guy. You should just say uh, starring Deadpool. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll start off with the, my rating of this movie. I give this a, uh, I'll have what she's having. I think it's great. And I think, uh, I definitely watch it again in the future. Um, and I'd recommend it, especially to younger people. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. I'm also giving it a, I'll have what she's having, they're having, Bill's having, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's fantastic. I have a lot of nostalgia for this movie. I really liked it when I was a kid. Saw it in the theaters. I, um, I just, it's, it, it's really, it's kind of poignant right now. Even, and, um, Shia LaBeouf is in the headlines today for being high as fuck <laughs> on a stream. Drunk very and fun. high at the same time. Uh, as Spicoli from, uh, Fast Times at Richmond High. Fast Times, yeah. Uh, and I, I genuinely do really like Shia LaBeouf, and I think he's a generational talent. Um, Me too, yes. And uh, I, I think he's really good in this movie, and I think everyone's really good in this movie. Fantastic cast, really cool kind of world that they create. And magical realism is always fun when they do it correctly, not like uh, that, oh, fuck, what's that dumb crab movie that we watched? Uh, Simply anyway. Irresistible. Yes, Simply Irresistible, <laughs> which did magical realism completely incorrectly. Um, Magic crap. But yeah, I will, uh, I will also give it a I'll have what they're having. Um, yeah, I think it's, um, it's a real, it has a really nice message, I will say. Um, the B plot about like kissing Kate Barlow, how she became an outlaw, I think is great. Um, I think like some, a lot of the movie is just licensed music from the 2000s, which kind of drags a little bit for me so I, I dock it a little bit for that but it's like on the bubble of like being all have what phil's having but it's it's like really good i would i would show it to any any youth um so that's my rating there is a end credits rap uh which i forgot to mention. <laughs> oh don't they all rap which was really, like all the yeah, kids they all rap which is great oh uh, i forgot to listen to it oh yeah um also i just want to say one of my favorite line readings from shia labeouf is like when he's offering an onion to zero on top of God's thumb. He's like, "Here, eat this." And he's like, "What is it?" It's like, "It's a hot fudge sundae." <laughs> I was yeah. like, "Ah, oh, I just love you." <laughs> it's really good. Like All he's right. he's both like sixteen and also like this like uh, sarcastic seventy year old man. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> should we get into uh, plugs and restaurant recommendations? I think we should. Yes. Tim, you want to kick that mm -hmm. off as well? Sure. Uh, I want you to all uh, look up Foovie's podcast now on Spotify. Thank you, Quentin. Bum, 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 bum. And, yeah, so Spotify. The Spotify. Joe Rogan Spotify. <laughs> and also uh, iTunes, as always, and any other better podcast platform than iTunes, because it's every other one. And uh, <laughs> look me up at Picante Pikachu, my uh, new Twitter handle. And uh, look, look me up on uh, uh, Tim Dimmick on Instagram if you want to see some photos I take and uh, movies I make. Hell yeah. Um, you can follow 
the Foobies podcast on Facebook as well. Um, and you can follow me at Jax Rebo, J-A-X-R-E-B-O, um, on across platforms. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, wait, Tim, did you have a restaurant recommendation? You oh, to to? Um, I, oh, I forgot. Uh, I will recommend, I think I've recommended it before, uh, Don Melisi's, because I mentioned that in the pod. Uh, Larry Lou, my neighbor, works at Don Melisi's. So uh, it's in New Orleans, and it's really good. So Great. check that. Fantastic tie-in. Um, I am going to recommend uh, a bakery called Backwards Bread Company. Um, in, here in St. Cloud, Minnesota. It is fantastic. Uh, they have pastries and artisan sourdoughs and uh, buns and just like white bread and whatever the fuck you could want. And it's a commercial bakery that also has a, uh, has a storefront. Um, and so they distribute to like natural markets and things in the area, but also you can go inside and purchase things from there. I had an almond croissant there the other day. And it was legitimately one of the greatest pastries I've ever had in my life. It was so good. Backwards Bread Company. It's on the south side. Um, it's on Southway Drive. Uh, so I will recommend. I had a recommendation, but then I thought of a better one that fits with the pod. Um, I'll recommend uh, Homeboy Industries, which is a. Um, it's like a restaurant. It's also like a food preparation like company that makes like bags of chips, salsa, dips, and whatnot. And most of their employees are uh, former um, like prisoners, and um, it's like a good kind of um, well-treated uh, job for some of these guys that have a hard time finding work. So um, nice. it's 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 just like a good like company, I guess, to support um, that's doing some good work. Um, so it feels kind of topical and related to this pod. So I recommend Homeboy Industries. If you take the gold line, it's right off of uh, Chinatown stop. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, you can follow me on the socials at Chino Latino Q and sometimes Twitch at Ceviche Q. Nice. Definitely. All right. Uh, we tend to wrap up our podcast by clinking our glasses and saying Provecho, which is... Hey, thank you for this meal, and thank you, Shia LaBeouf. So, on three, guys. One, two, three. Provecho! Foovies will return. We'd like to thank Sweaty Hands for the intro. Uh, find him on SoundCloud, at Sweaty Hands. Also, Johnny Chang for introducing us to Sweaty Hands and sharing his own music. Find him on SoundCloud at Johnny Chang. That's J-O-N-N-Y.